to the Great Minds Podcast. This is Derek. I'm Vaughn. And I'm Vaughn. And welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so we got um Ladoon Thompson here, um, the owner, uh, creator of the cover, covered by God, um, actor, entrepreneur. Um, if you've seen the My God versus My Enemy shirt, uh, hoodies, jackets, and everything else, um, this is the man behind it. So salute and shout out for uh, chopping it up with us. Hey, man, happy to be here, yo. All right. All right, so uh, let's get right into it. So uh, My God versus My Enemies, um, what's, the, what's the meaning behind it? I mean, My God versus My Enemy, I think um, the message itself was – just intended to encourage people who are, because I think life itself is a constant journey of yep. um, trying to get from one place to another. You know what I mean? Yep. And even in that space, um, God is always um, the forefront for me, and I think for a lot of people. And if you know, even if you're not of faith, um, it's always come to a place like if someone is in a space where they're battling their inner demons it's like yep. you know the god within them mm-hmm. versus those demons whether it be like depression yep. uh whether it be anxiety you know any mental health issues you know yep. what i mean those are the kind of battles that you know i think the message itself overall um describes yep. oh, yeah i had a quick question for you like um if you go back to like your beginnings with everything you know how do you you know like your upbringing you know, what made you grab that that sense of faith that way? Is it something that was taught to you, you know, mom, dad, or, you know, how was that yeah, process? For sure. You know, coming from Nigerian background, um, being um, just, yeah, coming from the Nigerian background, one thing is God is always, uh, you know, implemented in everything we do. You know what yep. I mean? Growing up, I don't remember a day that my parents didn't, my father didn't always say. A family that prays together stays together. He was yeah, saying okay. every uh-huh. Sunday, so we we'd be going to church. We pray before church. I'd be, <laughs> I'd be church. You don't need to pray no more than that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And every before we go to school, sometimes before we go to bed. But then, um, ideally, it still required a space where I had to create my own relationship with God outside yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Instead of what you learn, you know what I mean, and really you know, going through certain things that, that, that give you that, um, that, that mantra where you understand that God is real. Yeah. yeah I think, think, I think that's definitely the case for all of us pretty much where you, you kind of taught to, to believe a certain way growing up, depending on your family. And then you find your own voice throughout that process. So exactly. you, you find you develop your own relationship that might not be the same as someone else's, but yeah. it's, it's good for you. It's that one-on-one that you have with God. That's the right, most important right. relationship, you know. Exactly, exactly. Definitely. A lot of people don't find their own relationships, so they find this animosity as they get older in life because yep. they feel like they follow something for so long that they didn't really understand, and you know what I mean? So when they go through certain things, um, they don't have a real relationship with God, so um, they tend to blame God for any downfalls they have in life, you know what I mean? Instead right. of really being able to depend on the faith of yep. having that uh connection with god definitely a fact all right so so you know when you're behind every success story i consider you a success story like i've known you for 20 years um you know 
met you up at Montclair. Which, you know, I didn't know if you was a student or not, but you were certainly <laughs> up there. Um, I feel like I deserve an alum. Uh, I think you, you do. I think you do. Sticker, man. Definitely, definitely, man, definitely. For sure. So, so I guess what, I, what I'm asking for, I know you were like doing the party promoting um, uh, things like that. How did that help you? How did that help you uh, get into your brand or did it help you at all? No, I think it did. It just taught me about um, relations and and how to interact with people. Um, yep. Um, it's a gift and a curse being somebody who's so hands-on with his uh, audience that, yep. you know, you tend to always have moments where people are going to feel some type of way because on one day they met you and they had a conversation with you and it was yep. like super one-on-one. Mm-hmm. And another day when you're super busy, and you can be kind of like short with people, but not intentionally. It's just to yeah, around yeah. the things. So I mean, you know, it's just a constant journey from 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 throwing parties and learning how to try and be super intentional about everything you do. Yeah, same thing that goes with the brand as well. You know, yeah. I just learned like, you know, you gotta be super like, you know, um, interactive with your audience all the time. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what that's what so-called influencers have to do to kind of maintain their audience, man. It takes two seconds to lose your your footage and you know not be in that space anymore. You know what the crazy thing is, right? Because like we know you for a while, but you've been super cool since day one, right? So the funny thing about it is, is that I would see your shirts before I knew you were behind it. <laughs> like, like ser- seriously. So I have friends that I see rocking the shirts and everything. I'm like, all right, cool. But one day, I forgot who I was talking to. I think maybe it might have been Chid or somebody, Chitty or something like that. He said, no, but Doom's behind that, right? I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, <"For> real? <laughs> I'm seeing this shirt everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, so how did it feel? Like, how did it start to grow? And like, you know, I like pretty much came out of nowhere. All of a sudden I started seeing shirts everywhere <laughs> and everybody was wearing them, you know what I'm saying? So how did that like start and bubble like that? Man, I think it's always, um, I think just God being in the details of things is, uh, yep. has been the main reason why, because I can't even tell you why. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. I think God orchestrated everything and you know it resonated with people at a time when uh, people's faith may have been at question. Yep. Yeah. And I think a lot of times people look for opportunities to talk about faith without actually having to open their mouths. So yeah. I think like, you know, it was a perfect opportunity for people to do so, you know, see a clothing line that really like um, resonated with them as far as being able to talk about, um, you know, God and faith. And then also, it sparks up that conversation. Like sometimes you wear the shirt and somebody sees you, they're gonna say, Praise God. Another person gonna say, My God versus my enemies. I like that. You know what I mean? Then another yep. person <laughs> gonna say, Who is your God? And then yep. another person gonna tell you, You believe in God? Yeah. Yep. People gonna say, Who are your enemies? So it's like it's a constant conversation because you wanna know what's going on. Like some people just see it and it like, you know, strikes. Like I'll see people they're like, Oh my God. Yo, I love that. Yo, can I buy that off you? You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, and, and like you said, enemies are different um, for different people. Like, like we grew up in Newark, enemy could be something totally different. Yeah, um, uh, whereas someone else could have an enemy that's like anxiety. So a question I have for yeah. you is, 
at, at what point, like you saw somebody, it could be a celebrity or whoever had your shirt on. And you were just like, wow, this is crazy. I, I mean, I know, I know it had to hit you. Like I, I've been through the page and I've been, you know, supporting what you've been doing for a while. And I'm just like, yo, doing this wilding right now. This is what's up. <laughs> so who, who, who's the first person you saw with the shirt and you was just like, wow, this is crazy. Did I, the first, I think the biggest reaction might have been seeing, seeing Diddy with it. That's good. Wow, let, me, yeah. let me ask you a question. And I could be right or wrong. Did, did you, did you fly out to get Diddy a shirt? I did, you know, <laughs> I did, you know, like I'm telling you, what time is it right now? It's uh, 9.13, yeah. and somebody called me and said, yo, um, Diddy wants a shirt. Um, do you think you can, how soon do you think you can get it to him? <laughs> I'm on the flight tomorrow. Yes. So you know, it's funny. I, I told Vaughn that, and I'm like, because I don't know if I remember it, if you said it or what the, what the case is um, when we were talking about the interview. I'm like, yo, I, I think Doom realized that Diddy, I don't know if it was Justin or whoever it was. I think Justin said to his dad, he had, Justin had it on his dad, say, yo, that's fire. And then my man was there, and he was like, yo, Diddy said this joint fire. <laughs> on the way. I'm on the way. That's all you need. I'm on the way. I flew out there and um, to my disappointment, I didn't even see Diddy, man. I really just, I saw, I got met, met up with Justin and I gave it to him. He's like, yeah, I'll give it to him. I was like, yeah, that's yeah. how we would talk. <laughs> yeah, Justin has the consolation prize. <laughs> Justin's so busy. Diddy's so busy. Justin's main focus is not going to be, let me go give this to my dad. For sure. And, and little, legit. He didn't wear it for a long time. I'm talking six months later. Yeah. Like, well, uh, I, I had given up. I was like, well, he's not yeah. going to wear it. It yeah. is yeah. what it is. And then he wore it and posted it a couple times. Well, like you said, I think, I think a lot of it, you know, resonates with people. It doesn't matter Definitely. if you, uh, you don't have money. It, it, you know, Diddy, Diddy's got his own, own enemy, so to speak. And he's, you know, Close right. to a billionaire, if not a billionaire. Right. So I think, like you said, that could go. That can go for somebody that lost the job to somebody that's just dealing with something internally, and that's yeah. why. Exactly. I, especially, I dope. especially what's going on right now with the whole COVID nineteen stuff. You know what I'm saying? People, people's faith was being really tested. You know, I think in a way that they haven't been tested before. So I think, like you said, it's like God's plan. So when you see a, a line or something like with the shirt, it just speaks to people. Right, you know right. Automatically, yeah. Automatically. People see it and they're like, yo, that really like touched me. Like I have video of somebody crying, just like, yo, that this that's uh, my God versus my enemies. And they start crying. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I'm I'm blown away that I have something to do with that. Yeah. Word. Um now what's your link with um DJ Envy? Did he invest in the company? How did it partner it up? It, it, yeah, it, it's part we're partnered up. Um, we're definitely partners on the brand. Um, yep. it really came from, you know, I was doing parties, so DJ Envy was somebody I booked all the time. Yeah, you knew all the, all, all the DJs anyway. Yep. I mean, just, yeah, it was more like just connection. So, yep. I don't remember the day I gave it to him, though, but I did make sure he got one. Yep. Yeah. And he wore it so many times, and I was like, my God, like, 
that shirt is bodied and Envy got money. So like, why would he? <laughs> like, why does he have this on? <laughs> let, me, let me fix that, bro. You know I, mean? I, get, I got a couple at the crib. Yeah. <laughs> and then I, I really wanted to hit him about praying to about uh, partnering up about it. And I was like, yeah, nah, God put this vision on my heart. Like, how do I just like give it to somebody and say to be a part of it? Yeah. So I went to sleep. I just prayed on it. I was like, it is what it is, God. You take the lead. And yep. I swear, like 6.13 the next morning, I got a call, like a text. Mm-hmm. Yep. So like, yo, MB, um, a man hit me. Well, my homegirl hit me and said, yo, Envy um, said uh, he won't highlight you and talk about partnering up with the brand. And I was like, yeah, this is a sign right here. Let's Boy, go. Yeah. <laughs> Do it. You know what I mean? So, you know, we had some conversations and... Yep. You know what I mean? We just have to figure out where it makes sense. And yeah. But doing when I tell you everybody I know has a shirt, I'm talking about people in different states, bro. I mean, like I have my man in Florida. He's in Orlando. And he hit me up. I'm like, all right, whatever. And he FaceTimed me. He has a shirt on, right? (laughs) (laughs) And in my head, I'm like, all right. I'm like, damn, this is everywhere, bro. This is like in the summer, like last summer. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, damn, then my neighbor, boom, she pop up a one, right? They help their little daughter pop up one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, there we go. It's crazy, man. I just, I can't even, it's unbelievable, man. Like, I tell you, like, like when I look at, like, we're, we're 90% like online orders. Yep. If you catch up with me to get one, you really got to be my friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But everything's online. So you look online and you're like, Kansas, New Hampshire, and it's yeah. like, that's dope. I, I, I'm hardly, I do get orders from Jersey too, but hardly, hardly from here. I, you know, a lot of people do have it, but yep. imagining that like the bulk of orders come from California, yep. North Carolina, Atlanta, Georgia, like, you know what I mean? So it's a big, very wide uh, range of cities that kind of support the brand. Yeah. So, so a quick question for you. I know you had a, um, a pretty good relationship with Reverend Ron. Yeah. Um, over at um, uh, the church over there, Christian Love. Yeah. Um, what did you learn from him? It's funny. Um, the first time I, you know, I heard about Reverend Reverend Ron. Um, my mom actually told him about him. Just like um, a real down to earth person. Um, the first time, you know, she's seen him. My wife was actually telling me the story. He had on jeans. He like you wouldn't know jeans, he, cowboy boots. Like he, you you wouldn't know if he was, you know you know, a member of the, of the church or, or the past that he was so down to earth. So what's something that you learned, learned from him? Man, you made me look it up. Um, I can show, I can verbatim, like he would, he would get up out of his sleep and he would hit me um, and he would say his message to me, September 28th, 2015. Wow. He hadn't seen me in a little while, maybe a couple of Sundays. He said, love you, miss you time to do something big and he put big in caps yep. just do something god will back you up whatever you do mm-hmm. and i said he said i said yes i'm praying on direction he said don't miss the season yep see you soon mm. wow so i was wow. like one thing that i always remember don't miss the season and whatever you do god will back you up you know what i mean that's like that's golden to me like that message like was that the last time you heard from him uh, last time I spoke, touch, I spoke to him. No, nah, I probably saw him on Sunday, a, a Sunday, a couple Sundays actually. But, okay, gotcha. 
he would he he's crazy like he would like text me and be like like i legit got text messages from him because we would help come help him anytime he had like like people would deliver food and trucks would come thousands yeah. like trucks yeah, yeah, yeah. thousands yeah. of things mm-hmm. he would hit me up and be like he would text me like yo nigga where you at <laughs> <laughs> But legit, like, that, I'm telling you, like, I'm telling you verbatim, he would text me and say those exact words, like, yes. he said, um, I remember he hit me, he said, I need some people at five to come help unload the truck for Funday Sunday. I said, got you, okay. He said, I don't know, Lynn, with this need to help, you You guys can grab some cases. And I stand, he, like, it was like 5.20, he hit me at two o'clock, at 5.30, he hit me, he's like, Where's my help? I'm gonna say I'm almost there. He said, shaking my damn head. Nobody there. Nigga, where your power? <laughs> so it's like, yo, it's like, you know, and he it's helped me ministry wise. Like I never wanted to go into ministry, but I felt like like the brand is my ministry. My, yeah, for sure. Talk to God. I mean, talk to people and relay the message of faith to them. Yeah. You know I mean, and and I think a lot of times the biggest thing that Rev Ron taught me was just that relationships are not about, I mean, religion, the reason why people walk away from religion is because you pressing religion on them when you should be pressing relationships. You know what I mean? Yep. That's yep. a fact. Yep. You know what I mean? For me, that's it. I'm not pressing you to come to church, but you know, I go to church and yep. but church is at home as well. Definitely. Absolutely. Yep. Like this, I don't know. This this um, pandemic can change. Could have changed the, the way people view church because a lot of people now have gotten to this place where they have a church service online and they feel like I can still get the same Holy Coast. I can still pay my tithes and stay on. Yeah, that's a fact. Yeah, that's I a know, fact. You know, you're watching these different pastors online. I'm listening to TD Diggs. I listen to Mike Top, Stephen Furtick, uh, Carl Lentz, uh, Darius Daniels. All these different pastors have amazing like you know what i mean you don't need much to really get have much of a relationship with god yeah yeah definitely. pastor pastor daniels is definitely another down to earth um my sister-in-law actually go to change church fire so, fire, um, church. fire service but you, you'll see him he'll have a my god versus my enemy shirt with some joints on like the news right 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 no, that's, <laughs> total because, blessing man total blessing in that yeah, sense man. yeah because because i think what's the, what's the change the dynamic is changing between you know, old church and new church, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think people in our generation, our age, we're on the new church wave, you yep. know? So it's like everyone pretty, pretty much supposed to become as you are, right? Right. So, you know, back in the day, you had to have your Sunday's best to walk into the church and some people couldn't have your Sunday's my, best. My, 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 I could never go to church. Like I had to wear pants and a dress shirt every Sunday. With my every mom. Sunday. That's, That's what I'm saying. That's a fact for everybody. But now you're noticing that I don't have to do that. Like if I if I have I can put jeans on a sweatshirt and a t shirt going there and praise just like everyone else and I'm and I'm accepted. Yeah. I think for a lot of times people weren't they weren't accepting that like the right. the older generation wasn't now they are right. now but right. it's like a whole new flood of people coming in now with different ideas. So I think I think what you're doing by the clothing line is a representation of what's happening in the actual church anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. So yeah. that's why it works and that's why everyone's latching on to it because. They want something to grab on anyway and have a reason to to feel accepted yeah. and that's we are helping the church, them. Though. Like that's yeah. what it is now. We are the church. Yeah. And yeah. You know, the brand hopefully gives people an opportunity to feel like, you know, we don't have to 
um, like you don't have to like religion wise, you don't have to subscribe to to um, just the old way of doing the things. You can create your own opportunity to create your relationship with church yep. with God. If, if church is it for you, fine. If home is it for you, great. If both of those work for you, great. You know what I mean? As long as you have a relationship with God. Definitely. Now, I was going to say, I always tell people, you have to get your own relationship, and that's the most important thing. And you don't worry about everyone else, because people sometimes get caught with the stigma. Have your own relationship with God, whatever it is, your one-on-one, whatever it may be, and that's what you hold on to. Now, you know, if you feel comfortable outside that, then do that, but have your one-on-one relationship is key, and people don't really have that. They're looking for it. You know, they're trying to figure it out. They're going what my mom told me, what my yeah. My cousin's doing, not what they right. really want to do. Right, right, right. Exactly. For sure. All right, so we're going to uh, switch speeds a little bit. Um, so I know you're still into acting and all that. Right. Um, you did some work with Leron as well, correct? Yeah. Yeah, go, that's a good brother right there, uh, yeah, Leron. Uh, what would be your, your dream acting role? Like if you could, if you could uh, um, portray someone in a movie, who would that, who would that be? Mm. If I could portray somebody in the movie, jeez, yo, it's it's I right, two things, two right. roles I would like to, um, three, <laughs> three roles. He went from zero to three. <laughs> one would be uh, I would love to do Ricochet the. Ricochet wow. reprise. Wow. Okay. Reprise of Ricochet. Yep. Okay. Because that was one of Denzel's first breakout roles. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being an idol, I would want to take on that role. You know what yep. I mean? And be able to just because it was such a great movie and great opportunity to, you know, um, just you know, following his steps. Yep. I've been following. I've been chasing this for a while. So. I, I, then also, I'd like to do Hamlet, a big Hamlet production. Okay. Um, TV production. I mean, m- movie production, um, but just a black Hamlet. You know what okay. I mean? Okay. Yep. And then finally, I think we'll do Shaka Zulu. Ooh. Ooh. Bringing it back. It's only right, right? <laughs> yeah. We need to bring it. People don't know about that. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I don't really know I know I don't really know the story of Mansa Musa, but I probably should know it. Okay. You guys know it, but I just know he's somebody that was like super um wealthy, smart, and African. So, you know, that's a story <laughs> that could be brought to life as well. So, yep. No, no doubt. Know. So, you know, no doubt. Be a breeze. Cool. No, definitely, definitely. Wow. So so where do you see yourself going in the next five years i know it's tough to kind of think about that but where do you see yourself going in the next five years i don't know you know what i mean i'm, I'm the brand is is a place of focus yeah focused on health as well now like i've always worked out but like um health is important because this new normalcy we're gonna have to be in yeah for sure you know I mean? right like health is gonna be something of focus so i'm seeing how some people in their 50s I mean, all across the board, people of all ages got to suffer from this. But really, people who are older, who weren't like 100% in shape, 
yeah. are, you know, suffering. And it's different things, especially in our community. Yeah. A lot of these things are things that people have known about. A lot of people have known that they have diabetes, that they have high blood pressure. Yep. But it's all about control. It's all yep. about focus. We don't really have that control as a people. Yep. You know what totally I mean? Right. So for me, going into health, going into the brand, going to you know, shooting my own productions in that process. Me and LaRon got some things. It's still my goal, no matter what happens. We're not in our twenties to be able to do what we wanted to do. But yeah, you know, um, we still have the opportunity. I, I mean, I feel like, I mean, to this day, I still, with people I run into, they're still thinking like, all right, Ladoons, like I get. Ca-. Then I still, my casting director still has me from twenty-five to thirty-five. <laughs> yeah. You know I mean? yeah. That's the age bracket that you know I get cast for. Yep. You know, and it's a blessing. It might be water, might be tea, might be God's fountain of you. Yep. You know what I mean? Definitely. For years missed out on, but you know, it's still like uh, film is one of the biggest things that's a, a goal for me. But you know, I would just try to make sure that it's in alignment with God's word. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Whatever God says, you know what I mean? Because you can say you have your plans and God's plans are two different things. But yep. everything I have going on is still part of my plan A. Ain't no sure. plan B. People look at it like acting's your plan A, the brand is your plan B, um, health, whatever. No, it's all part of the plan A because yep. every single one of them leads to the next one being successful. Exactly. Yep. Um, yeah. So, so musically, what do you? What is Ladoon listening to? What am I listening to? Um, man, I'm a playlist king, man. All right. Well, we, I mean, I ain't DJing. I create all these playlists and I send yep. them to people that I'm just like, yo, the playlist is up to your speed. Like, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm like, you know, definitely I'm, I'm an R&B dude. So, okay. like, I'm listening to John, John Legend still, like, top of my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Caesar, Frank Ocean. Daniel uh, Caesar's fire. H-E-R, you know, yeah. uh, that's yeah. your homegirl, right? Yeah, yeah. We have yeah. a good relationship. She, we ain't like besties and not like that, but we definitely have a great relationship. Yeah, she makes yeah. dope music, man. Yeah, she's talented. She's she's next generation. She's the generation. She's this generation. Yeah, like, yep. You know what I mean? I don't know who to compare her to, but she's it. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. no, she remind me of doing. She remind me of like a. It sounds weird, but like a young Erica Badu. Like when she first came out, Erica Badu, where it was like it was just different. Yep, like, you know what I'm saying? Fresh. Fresh. Yeah, so she's dope. Exactly. And hip-hop wise, I still I listen to uh I still listen to Hove, you know what I mean? Yep. I listen to Ace. Ace because his music has changed from his album just dropped, didn't it? Yeah, he just, album. The, he just dropped the EP. Uh I have a crazy workout playlist. Um I, I really I do listen to future though. Like futures future and Drake, like they they make pretty good music. Like they make good. That's what I'm saying. They know how to make songs. Oh, Drake's consistent, man. Let me let me not forget that he's probably on the top of my hip hop list. Okay, that that's more than fair. I love yeah. you know. All right, so um, so what we've been talking about last couple episodes, um, and everybody's been talking about the the MJ MJ doc, mm-hmm. the last last mm-hmm. dance. Where do you, uh, so for this doc, where do you fall on that? Uh, what part of it? That's the question. Exactly. Because I mean, you know the question. You know the question. Is, is he the goal or not? Is he the goal or not? I mean, 
it's kind of hard to deny that he's not the GOAT. I think All right, we both hard. agree. We're just asking. <laughs> <laughs> Sit around, you know, you got to throw that out there lightly and say, uh-huh. nah, yo, LeBron, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, you got Like, it's about legacy, man. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's, it's about legacy. It's what you, you know, regardless of whatever, you know, people will always say LeBron empowered the people around him. But if you look at the story, you know, we're forgetting that he empowered those around him too. Yeah. And like, you know what I mean? He was, but at the same time, he was that strong of a player that I think it was very dependent on sometimes this is what it took to be the GOAT. Like you yeah, had for sure. You had to go for the you had to go for the kill a lot. Like check I think to be a leader. You check it out, Joe. I mean? This is what I think. And I said this to, to Derek before. Every superstar, well, GOAT, great player, they have one thing in common, well, a couple things in common, but really one. And you rarely see this. They have a strong male father figure, could be an uncle, could be a cousin, could be whatever, right? If it's not, right. not dad, that supports them. So they don't care what people think about them. They're, they're self-assured, right? Mm-hmm. You look at the uh, New York Yankees. Derrick Jeter was the captain, but yep. A-Rod was better. We knew A-Rod was better, but A-Rod wasn't that man. Right. Derrick Jeter had strong father figure. Didn't care about people thought about him. Look at Mike, had his father, right? Yeah. A strong right. father figure. I don't want to just say father, but a strong father figure. The ones that reach in and, and are reaching for it, they want to be liked and approved. Kobe had a strong father figure, right? Right. Look at Braun. Braun want everyone to like him. So that's why Braun, he's a great guy, great player, great person. Yeah. We love LeBron. Everybody loves LeBron. Maybe even he, too nice. Too nice. He wants you to like, like me. You have to like me. He wants acceptance from right. everybody that's around him. So sometimes right. that rubs people the wrong way. It's like, it's like, like a chameleon. He switches up from time to time, right? So you're like, right. all right, Kobe was one way. Like, I want to win. Get on, get, get <laughs> I'm going to do whatever boat. I need to do. Or are you getting off the boat? Jordan, right. get on the boat. Are you off the boat? <laughs> Right. I'll go. Right, right, right. And I, and I still think to this day, like, it's just certain things that, like, Jordan had to play on a team where, you know, a couple years he didn't win. Like seven. And <laughs> it was just never, and I don't know, I just feel like it was just never, the option was just not like, let's be out. <laughs> that wasn't an option. And no say <laughs> to nobody. I mean, you have the power. And that you, let's just get. I'll give LeBron his credit. Like he has, he has, he has let you know he's more than athlete. Yeah, so absolutely. And being more than an athlete tells you I'm a businessman, and I'm gonna go, and I'm gonna go wherever I want to go. Yep. This, I mean, this is also another thing that probably down the line will. We'll like we'll see this behind the scenes and say, all right, maybe he is facilitated as one of the greatest. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, even when they they was when Kobe passed, it was very honorary to say Kobe should be put on the basketball as a new logo. Yep. Um, but in my head, it was like, well, it's still my it's it's, it's still Jordan. Still <laughs> Jordan. Right. Still Jordan. Like you know what I mean? But yeah, yeah. Jordan's was amazing. You know. Unfortunately, I mean, we're, we're finding out more as we go along. Like, you know what I mean? His political beliefs, that's on him. Yeah. Who he decides yeah. to, you know, those are decisions he says. I, I, I'm not your, I don't, I'm not trying to be 
I'm, I'm a basketball player. I'm a basketball player. I'm no different. I'm no different than what John Paxson was trying to do, but I'm just better. <laughs> exactly. Nah, no doubt, no doubt, man. All right, Duel. So, so what we like to do, you are our second guest. Our first guest was Iquan. You know Iquan. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So we like to hit people with a couple rapid fire, random questions. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so you can't. We, we're not going to give you too much time to think about it. You can't go on your phone and Google. You can't <laughs> grab a notebook. We nah. just want. We just want to answer. One, All right. Answer. A All raw right. answer. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Um. I'm gonna start you off. It can't be like in what context you got to think. <laughs> the answer is the answer. Are right, you ready? God forgive me on this one. <laughs> All right, Kobe or LeBron? Kobe. Okay. What you got, Mo? All right, Mariah Carey or Whitney Houston? Whitney Houston. Okay, you confident with it. Yeah. Jay-Z or Nas? Jay-Z. Okay. Kendrick or J. Cole? Ooh, there we go. Big <laughs> 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 ah. cool, yo. Ooh, cool. all right. Okay. Um, juice or boys in the hood? Juice or boys in the hood? Juice or boys in the hood? Boys in the hood. Okay. All right. And last one. Number eight, Kobe, or number 24, Kobe? Number eight. Ooh. Ooh. I actually got one more. Afro, Afro Kobe. I actually got one more. I sent you uh, the big R&B head. Chris mm. Brown or Usher? Ooh. You know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say Usher. Word. Yeah, I mean. But I have my reasons. I mean, outside of the fact that, you know what I mean? I know y'all didn't ask for reasons, but it's like Usher catalog-wise, I was able to, like, live in – Man, like go through these like moments when those things were dropping, we were dealing with these situations. Yeah, he's all, he, like he, we were this, we were almost in the same bracket bracket. He's a couple years older. Yeah, but, that's like, it. You know what I mean? When you're dealing with confessions, and you're like, damn, yeah. <laughs> it, we didn't have prior to that years before that you didn't really have people who was really saying like, yo, I have them having a baby on you. You know, yeah. I mean? nah, you didn't have that at all. Yeah. I, I, I sat with girls who were just sitting right there, and they heard the song, and they start crying because <laughs> it had, had a dude that that had a baby on them. For sure, yeah. you know what I mean. So, yeah. I think Chris Brown is super talented, and I think yep. he definitely is probably gonna like. I think he's gonna outdo. I think he will outdo Usher's legacy. Yep. No, it, yeah, yeah, he already has to an extent, but. I mean, he drops albums now, and it's be like so much content on it. Like, yeah, and so it's cool. He a forty album song. I, <laughs> I, I still have to go through that album. I, yeah. I probably listened three songs in, and I was like, "Yo, this is too much, too much yeah. music." And I'm okay if, like, if you're in that that age bracket right before us, that twenty five to thirty. If he's your goat, I got no problem with that. If he's my goat. No, if he Chris Brown is their goat, not me. Yeah, Chris Brown is. He's up there. Some people in our category that call Chris Chris Brown got he got stuff, but I just but Usher, I I can I can live through you know we can live through my way. Yeah, you can pay for it. My way the album, like listening to that all the way through and sitting by and playing a CD, going to pick up a chick. She's walking up to the car, 
you're like, hold up, let me press play, right? Yeah. Put on your answer machine or something like that, you know? Right, I mean? right, right. Like I was, I was the dude that had Paul Thomas on my um the emotional joint. Yo, bro, no, he was like. But I'm saying, here I am, say lines and praying. The <laughs> baby is cold outside, and even when it's not, it still is. <laughs> yeah, Carl Thomas had it, man. Carl Thomas had it, man. And he lost it. So, yeah, the nah. second album was good. I liked it, but that was it. Yeah, yeah I think yeah, something yeah. probably happened with Lil. We know how it go with that stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, talented. Yeah. I mean, he, was, he was slightly older, too. Yeah, he uh, was. As he's... Like he had some hot stuff, and then you have Usher just consistently bombing away with stuff. Yeah, and he's dancing and doing all types he's of dancing, other stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're pruning and wearing leather jackets and clothes. The game yeah. just changed, man. The game yeah. started changing. Shirts off, and he's talking about like after tonight. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that was finished. He's loving that. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Donnell Jones was hot, and he his his time passed. He, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He literally caught a hot joint. Yeah, that album was fire. Then he was old. Yeah. Word. 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 <laughs> like, 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 oh, like, how that yeah. happened? Like, like a five month period. Scary. And, that's, and that shit, that, that happens to me. I'm like, yo, look, God, I need that. I need that Mahershala Ali, Idris Elba vibe. Like, yeah, facts. It, they have a strong, like, right now, they still have a strong, they still have women, like, fawning over them. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan, who is, and y'all, y'all should have had that conversation. <laughs> Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Your goat. Mike. Michael B. Jordan could be. I mean, Denzel's my goat. Now, nah, yeah, Denzel's my goat. Denzel's my goat. Um, like, but Mike, Mike's up there. He's 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 gaining steam though because we seeing him. I mean, some like some some of you guys knew him from like a personal level, but then we also seeing him develop. We seen him as Wallace. We saw him as like, Wallace. You know what I'm like, saying? So you see the development of people. You can yeah. follow it. Right. Yeah. right He's right. definitely getting there, though. He's getting those roles, too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. He's doing his thing, man. It's, it's crazy to see where he is now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I did have one question for you. Uh, again, I wanted to touch on something that has been kind of <clears> hitting, <throat> hitting the news a lot today, lately, about the uh, uh, Ahmaud Arbery um, incident. Yeah. You know, I think it kind of slid under the radar because the whole COVID-19 stuff was happening. Yep. So I heard about it, but I wasn't following it. You know how when you hear about right. something, but you're not following it? So right, right, right. I see your, your thoughts on that because it seems like, you know, we have same thing, here we go again type of thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? No, um, how do I feel about it? I'm disgusted. Um, I sat today and I was just asking myself, like, what is it we can do now in this time frame? I felt like, you know, and I really had to ask God too, like, what do you want me, to, what can I do in this time? What can I do to be of service during this time? Yep. Because, I mean, what are we going to do? Like, I was really asking some friends, I said, what do you think about going back to Africa? Mm-hmm. Like, do we have to be here? Does, do we even have the strength to really, like, fight the system? Endure all Without this really system. going through a real war? Because... Definitely. It looks like the only other option that can happen is a civil war. Yeah. That because you see what people are talking about, and they're talking about like you know he we don't need like justice by the um what you call it department the uh, judicial judicial system yeah. we don't need them to do it we'll do it ourselves you know yep. I mean? people put the address out there but it's just like what do we do now to to be 
hands-on? What? How can we make a difference yep. in situations like this? And it's just a lot. It's a lot of work, you know what I mean? It comes yeah. down to the politics of things. It comes down into dividing, I mean, d- deciding whether to hold our vote or not. Because, yep. you know what I mean? Like, realistically, I think Biden, if Biden was to get in office, right, he has four years to fix everything that Trump destroyed. Facts. Yeah. And then he still gets ousted out of office because he didn't get to do. He didn't clean it up. So much work to do. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, the groundwork of it is, if the community was able to come together, I think, like, it sounds crazy. My mother's like constantly like, "Yeah, we can't have another four years of Trump." But I'm like, if we take the time to say, "Boom," how can we? work on our municipal government? How can we work on our state government? And then once we're able to, to handle those elections and getting those right people in place, then the big office is important as well. You know what yep. I mean? If we have the state and the house together and we are all in sync, we'll be fine. Yep. But the next thing is try, like, but also if we hold our vote, now the Democratic Party has to come back to us and they lose and they realize the power of the black vote. Now it's like, we have to go talk to the black community and really come up with the black agenda. Yep. You know what I mean? And really realizing that you guys, you know what I mean? They automatically think they get our vote anyway. I, at first I didn't understand what Diddy was talking about, but holding a vote, I feel like is important because we are not benefiting. We're not getting any of the yeah. benefits you know what I mean? They have all this money going out to all these different businesses and you're finding out people like Shake Shack's getting $10 million <laughs> work. and that they had to give it back because they didn't really need it. Yeah. You know what I mean, you have yeah. small businesses that need it, but more importantly, investing into our community, yeah. talking about real estate, educating our community. And that's what, you know, some of the stuff that I hope to be able to start getting into in these next couple of weeks, months, years. Yeah. It's funny you said that because I was thinking the same thing when I um, when I heard about what happened. I was saying I feel like a civil war is going to happen, and I actually said that today. I'm like I think something's going to happen because people are, are beyond fed up with certain things, and now you talk people are talking about addresses popping up. They're yeah. talking about getting their own rifles, and people the scary, are. And the scary part about that is that like white America has been prepping for a, a war, a, a civil war for so long. We're at, technically at a disadvantage. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They've been buying guns every Saturday. Uh, every first Saturday, <laughs> every time they get a check, they're buying a new gun. A new gun. You know what I mean? We got rusty old forty five or Jordans, nine millimeters, or some new Jordans, or some Yeezys. Exactly. <laughs> yo, yo, somebody said you want to hear, you want to see the gun laws change. Everybody that doesn't have a felony go get a gun. They'll tell us they can get rid of the, uh, what is that, the Second Amendment? Second Amendment. Yeah. Well, one thing I wanted to add real quick, thing about when Diddy said what he said, I understood what he said, I got it, but I think he should have said it during the primaries. Oh, yeah, he held it, it too he late. He held it too late because yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. if you're telling people to hold it, it's like, yo, we only got, got one choice. We only have one choice. So it's like, if I hold it now, yeah, you're going to drop a layup. A layup. So mm-hmm. it's like I wish he would have said it earlier. I know what he. I know what he meant. I think we all knew. Everyone that has a brain know what he meant. But you know how it goes. Some people who, aren't that smart. Who, who do you guys think should be his vice president? Oh man, 
I think that choice is going to be big, but I think it should be, I think it's going to be a female, and I think it should be an African-American female, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm leaning towards, I'm leaning towards um, the congressman lady from, from Atlanta, from Georgia. Stacey Abrams? Yeah, I think I'm looking for Stacey Abrams. That's what I'm leaning towards, but I don't know if he's going to. Yeah, I don't know if he's going to do that, though. Like, I don't I know. Yeah. Perfect. I think it would be so dumb of him not to. Yeah, yeah it's going to help his He may not time. have the experience for vice presidency, but I think that her being a woman, yep. her actually knowing, she knows, like, she, she definitely has the experience that would have led her to be a, a governor. So I, I don't yeah. think she could be a shoe-in for vice president. I'm sure she'd have some help, you know, and some great women surrounding her and people yep. supporting her. But then also, she's also somebody who will be in the trenches and can also help um, touch on Black agenda. Because yeah, now she sure. can help Biden understand what Black agenda is. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, a fact. That's You're a right fact. About that, man. So, Definitely. yo, what do, man? Thank you for coming and kicking with us, man. It was fun. Definitely appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate y'all having me on here, man. Yeah, man. Keep grinding, doing what you're doing, man. Much appreciated. Yes, well, we, sir. Y'all keep following. Good, good luck on on everything with this. I think it's gonna be a hit. And once we got this pandemic, man, y'all be able to take it to the next level. Yes, but sir. Appreciate you, man. Keep keep doing your thing. All yes, right, sir. Much All right. bro. Hey, yep, later. All right, peace. All right, so shout out to Ladoon Thompson for uh, stopping by. Yes, yes. Um, we're going to get into a couple of our music picks, too. Uh, we're going to try to do this weekly, get some people out there. Um, my first one is uh, Vertical Jones. Um, got a project called um, Monochrome uh, Vertical Jones on... Um, title you can he's on instagram as well links in his bio at vertical jones so vertical jones monochrome so join i'm listening to all right right now i'm listening to nobody brand new but i told you i really like that drake album yeah yeah of course the first time i listened to it i was kind of like eh and then and i'm like oh, it's got some i worked out to it in the house i was like it's yeah. got some joints on it's it, joints on it. Yeah, it <laughs> and then and then my, my my weekly favorite right now is a single by OT Genesis. <laughs> I look good. I look good. <laughs> Yo, that, listen, that song is great. It's going to be a hit. And OT will always put out a, a, a great single. Like, he just yep. has a, a knack for picking out the right songs. And someone, and someone told me, the more annoying a song is, the better it is. I mean, it's going to stay in your yeah, head. Yeah, you're going to sing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That so. song, I've been singing it all week. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> So, um, yeah, we're going to wrap episode six. Um, thanks for listening. Follow us on IG at the Great Minds Podcast. Uh, subscribe, comment, and um, yep. thank you for showing your support. Yeah, we appreciate it. All right, later.